When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink, like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry, to a new ice-cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Go Long Podcast. Jim, put her there. Fatty. How's it going? A day, day trip to Fatty Hamburg. I like day, I like day Fatty Town. Yeah, it's nice. A little cold out. I was a little say, cold. Anybody that watches the show, you're in a nice, you're in a t-shirt right now. I don't know how. No, I'm it's not, not that bad. Disagree. Anyway, for the time of year, I feel like I'll just say it. Put me in a little bit of a bad mood. Love the sun. Need the sun to work. <laughs> need a little more warmth than May. Anyway. OTAs, your favorite time it. of year. Well, OTAs. Power right rankings, Mount Rushmore's. What could we do? Power rankings are huge right now. Oh, man. We have uh, OTAs, routes on air. We have some seven-on-seven interceptions going on that are big deals. We have quarterbacks that are blowing people away with their knowledge. Quarterbacks that are... Our boy Richardson, they had no idea that he was way ahead, way ahead of schedule <laughs> against there. So things Eric, are right. Eric can put up quite a fight this Things time are right too. on par, I think, for what I call horse racing season. Yes. That's why it's horse racing season. Those matter more than OTAs. I mean, we can justifiably mock that narrative because I, I turned on the TV during rookie camps and – Sure enough, on national broadcasts, we've got reporters dispatched, it's, chronicling the ups and downs, everything. mostly ups, you know, the breakthrough moments of these rookie quarterbacks. It's like, for the love of God. It's, they learn quicker than we thought. Um, guys are in shape. Best shape of my life. Best shape of life. It's all the same cliche time. Just like a certain running back you had there in Buffalo. Showed up in the best shape of his life. Best in shape. We know who it was. Open invite for that running back still. Gotta Come on, the, remember he blew it. us off. Yeah, that was this. It's the episode that, and and Whaley's Whaley's in. Doug Whaley is ready to chat with Carlos Williams. We'll just say that I think it will be a great conversation. It should be a great conversation. It, it we'll, should have been. He we'll should pour been ourselves some bleach and just yeah, hope for the best. Rookie of the year in the NFL. He was damn good. He was a really good pick. Fifth round. So I, I guess anyway. I guess you're not always in the best shape of your life then. Maybe when we hear best shape of my life, it, it, Maybe could, it's it could, true. Be, could mean something. I did see a picture of Desmond Ritter. He he was looking tough. His, his bicep oh. was protruding. Okay, now you got me. Because now I'm in. Since I'm I in made there. their future bet over seven and a half wins this year, what's the latest? What can I get excited about about my my wager on the Atlanta Falcons? I'll get back to you. Uh, you know, in a oh. week or two, I'm oh. taking a trip. Oh, go long is hitting the road. Next week, I'll be flying to Jacksonville. Going to spend some time around the Jags, and then going to get a rental car, shoot right up, shoot up to Atlanta for a couple of days. So, 
It'd be interesting. I mean, these are two really fascinating teams. I, I think that, you know, we've talked about both. I think Jacksonville kind of getting getting ahead of ourselves here. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I do. I don't think that's crazy to think. You the can't. way Trevor Lawrence finished the season, so the talent that they've accumulated both sides of the ball. Who you sparked me. You sparked me. You this, sparked me. This is a team that we all just kind of dismiss because the Jacksonville Jaguars were almost preconditioned to expect a catalysmic series of events. But, um, you know, Urban Meyer is grinding on women in other cities now, probably preparing for his next job, getting that resume, polishing off that resume. Hey, what do you put on your resume under Jacksonville Jaguars if you're Urban Meyer? There's no way anybody's ever asked to see his resume. No. So we don't need to worry. Well, they have to now, right? What do you need to see? What don't you know? You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that – you're either going to hire him or you're not. Not okay. Not in the literal sense no. of a resume. How but like how do you? He's he's sitting down to interview for I, 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 pick your job. Yeah, somewhere in college, and probably a power school, right? Yeah. Oh, it would be some. Oh, so sure. they they ask you, Urban. You're Urban Meyer. Urban, explain yourself. You know your your team plays in Cincinnati. You lose. You don't fly back with the players. Rings. Next. Rings, alumni happy, Neil deals for recruits. But Urban, you took your finger and you fondled attention. a young co-ed. Attention, these rings, the attention will be on me and not the players. Then you're going to write another book and yes. you know, cut some more checks. With another national team, yes. And then Fox will hire me again for a season or two so I can wear sunglasses and not really talk. He has figured it out. I always respect people's hustle. I respect the hustle, Urban. And you got rings. To- good, good family man. I respect the hustle. Sounds like you think he should have stuck around. Uh, you know how I feel about the 30 for 30 needs to get done in Florida. And it can just go. Now it can go as long as you want. It can go to Ohio State. It can go to Jacksonville. I mean, it, the heck with 30 for 30. We have a, a miniseries, HBO. It is a fun time of year, though. Hope is in the air everywhere you turn. So tell me, Jim, like, where do you want to start? This well, we, were, we were kind of BS and we're thinking, well, right, maybe, maybe we talk quick, NFC. Though, real quick on Jacksonville, because you sparked me with Super Bowl contender. Are you sure about that? Or is that? Oh, fair? yeah. Let's, Here's where I'm yeah, at with this. I'm positive. Okay. It's fair statement. They're in the playoffs. So naturally, if you're in the playoffs, you're, to me, you're a contender. Now, remember, I'm still bitter from that playoff game because I did that cost you know the chargers i'm a little upset about that game i personally nice win for jacksonville give you credit but really bad loss for the chargers so really to me they were one and done in my eyes okay but they won they won you got to get here's where i'm going with it i'm not but that's fine they got into the playoffs in the afc i'm still looking at their team as i feel like trevor lawrence we talk about it a lot I, i saw signs of he's better but he's still not in that class yet that next game was pretty bad for Jacksonville, right? I mean, you can't go out like that. It was a game into the fourth quarter Jesus. in Kansas City. Anyway, I'm not there yet to say Super Bowl. Not in the AFC. I think they're way, way far behind um, as far as – because I still feel like Herbert's – you know, I'm still looking at Herbert, Lamar, 
as these guys that we not forgot about, you know, but they're coming. And I just feel like they're way ahead of, of Trevor Lawrence. That's just where I struggle with the, the Super Bowl part. Are they a team that's going to – yes, they are right in that probably 8-9 win, right? They're going to be there. Battle, you got to show up to beat them. They're going to beat some teams you don't think. You don't want to play them in the playoffs, that type of team. But are they really good enough to get to the Super Bowl? That would be that would be this that would be a leap I didn't see coming from Trevor Lawrence. Where he he would take he needs to take a leap for them to get to the Super Bowl because he has to beat. <laughs> I feel like he did take that leap though. I don't know about leap. And I saw improvement, I can't say leap. By mid-November to the finish line. Statistically. This is where I should have done my homework ahead to, to really strengthen my argument. Well, I want to say his numbers were as good as any quarterback in the NFL yeah. the last two months of the season. Really? They came on. He was a big reason why. Things clicked in Doug Peterson's offense, which isn't – it's not easy to run. I think him and Press Taylor both did a really good job of kind of marrying what – Trevor, I mean, every coach says this. We're going to take what he does well and put it – but they but they really they do. genuinely I, I do, do it, I, I feel like. We talk – I respect Doug Peter. Hey, Super Bowl then goes and turns them around like that. That's a coach. So, Doug Peterson, two thumbs up. I think they have the right coach. I believe in Trent Baalke as a DM. I think he has a proven track record of talent. I think that owner actually stays out of the way. Yeah. So, if Trevor Lawrence is good, like that four that we always talk about, owner, GM, it's coming together. The question for me is Trevor. See, I, I guess I don't have the the, the cloud over the, the name of Trevor Lawrence in my head. I, I feel like he answered a lot of those questions. Yeah, some of the throws, really. the deep outs, the, the feathering over the linebacker before the safety. Definitely the, saw some the good. needed athleticism. Definitely it was bad that first half against the Chargers. Really bad. But definitely saw enough good this year to say. But to mentally yeah. overcome that. I mean, everything is going wrong in that I, game. I, I like everything. the way he plays. I like the way he plays. Yeah. To, to even put yourself in position for the game to be competitive. 28 nothing. It's still hard to believe. <laughs> I agree. It takes a absolute choke fall down job by oh, a they, coach. They, they charged their way through that. Coaches game. don't win games, but coaches can lose well, games. Well, they got rid of Anthony Lynn, though. So there there you go. You, you, I mean, just ridiculous. Uh, he, took, he, really, he really fell on some swords out there as the head coach for the Chargers. I mean, it's the, whatever demonic presence is um, ruining that franchise, it, it appears to still be residing in uh, SoFi as a co-tenant of the Rams. But look at the weapons that Trevor Lawrence has around him. I, I, maybe this is where we're different. I feel like it's better than what people think. Mm-hmm. When Christian Kirk, everybody was I love, I'm a huge killing fan. that signing. No, he's I like he's worth every penny. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big – I like Kirk. I mean, he is – not many teams really have a vertical threat in the slot. You know, somebody you slide thing, inside I think and real quick, downtown. I think the only thing we're going to disagree on right now is just where Trevor Lawrence is at. I think they're loaded. I like the coach. Zay Jones. Yeah. So go ahead. Though. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Uh, huge. Love this receiving core. Go ahead. Especially when you know you're maybe a receiver away on offense and that it's going to be a weak free agency group. I mean, really, when Juju Smith-Schuster and what? who else got signed? Uh, Jacoby Myers, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard gets 44 mil over four years. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they didn't put themselves – they didn't back themselves into that corner. They – 
acquired Calvin Ridley via trade during the season and said, all right, he's he's suspended. Legit legit playmaker. Evan Ingram, one of the best receiving tight ends. Um, They planned ahead at center. Luke Fortner drafted him out of Kentucky. It seems like him and Trevor Lawrence have a good report. I mean, what about Travis Etienne? I mean, he was a stud Mm -hmm. by the end of the year. And then I think defensively is where you, you do need to see some players take steps. I mean, Trevon Walker was the first overall pick. Devin Lloyd, Foye Luakon, uh, leading the league in tackles. Josh Allen, they need him to be a top 10, top five edge rusher. So, I mean, it's a really good defense, but maybe that's where you think, okay, you're going to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You just go, bro. You're, you're not. AFC. AFC, Trevor Lawrence, stack the QBs. He's not even in your top. Is he even in your top six? Right, really? Let's, let's do it right yeah, now. Yeah, really. Like, you me, said it like it's easy. Oh, yeah. Go you go, right now. Okay, go with the big three. Yeah, I got Lamar, standards here. Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, four. So now we're at five. Herbert, we're at six. You taking Trevor? You taking your boy Richardson for the Colts? <laughs> you just told me he's the next great quarterback. <laughs> Trevor can't get it done. We already know that. So you got to take Richardson. <laughs> so he's behind Richardson. I don't know, man. Hey, you're sleeping on Tua. You know I'm a Tua guy. I would personally. That's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I think I'd go I'd go Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. No, you're you can't fix it. You're not taking you're not taking him over any of the spot. Lamar and and Herbert. You're taking him over Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really argue that. I mean You're right though, it's a we actually do it. It's tougher. Yeah, it's tougher, but I wouldn't I mean I'm not gonna argue that. He, He actually they're very similar. I think Herbert's more talented. Uh, I think. Oh, I'd love to see Herbert with Doug Peterson. I think, I think we're seeing why Devontae Adams might be a little uh, perturbed by the front office right now. Marin Fader, former co-worker of mine at the Bleach Report, uh, wrote another excellent story on Devontae Adams. And <laughs> Just uh, it just shows how great a reporter Marin is too. That Devonte opened up like that. You got some authenticity and some honesty. He's pissed off with where the Raiders are, and for good reason. When you look at all these quarterbacks, what are they we, do? we didn't even name a handful. I mean, Tua, Aaron Rodgers. Wait, uh, dude, you're gonna take Trevor or Deshaun Aaron Watson. Wait, you're gonna take Trevor or Aaron Rodgers. I forgot he's in the AFC. I I forgot he was in the NFL. <laughs> we almost lasted. A half hour without bringing up Aaron Rodgers. But this is the biggest news. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. You're yes, taking so. Trevor Lawrence over Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yes. I would take Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers right now. Let's promote fatty beer during the day. The alcohol content in that beer. No, I mean, it's really not that much. I just went with a okay. sour. It's a, it's a K2 resurgence collab. Or is it? Ah, it's 6.5. I like the local uh, support. But... Yeah, you know, I get killed for saying that, but I really mean it. You do. I'd take love right now over Rodgers right now. It's like people forgot I mean, that's a that Aaron Rodgers wasn't really seeing the field that great last year. Physically, he wasn't the same last year. He was okay. He had fine moments. But what made him special, the last two of the four MVPs, was – the relationship That's with Devontae right. Adams, the fact that they you – know, I, I just talked to another another source yeah. recently, Jim, and he said 
that these Packer teammates are thrilled to be, not to be with, with Jordan this. Love. Not not necessarily yeah. as an anti-Rogers take, but like with with Aaron, it's stuff we've talked about, but I heard it again. He would audible to plays that, that, that he yeah. ran when they weren't even in the NFL. They're maybe in college if they're lucky. They weren't around. And that was the basis for his greatness when he's throwing the ball to Devontae Adams 160, 170 times in the All season. Right. So I'm just we saying. Can't do, I can't I feel bad. We went on this. I didn't want to do Rodgers' love. For I'm, I'm just saying that I think that love in this offense, with this I'm team, with these weapons. Is, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, I'm more disagreeing with everybody out there who still uh, yeah. can't wrap their minds around uh, that it was, reality. That, was, that, had the, that relationship was done. So in the NFC then, Jim, I mean, because yeah. now we just talked about the AFC. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're no, NFC, yeah. We know that's loaded. loaded. That's all. That's all we just said. <laughs> no, the breaking news, Lawrence Rogers. I, I, okay. I am taking that today. Come on. I, I may, I say some crazy stuff. How many sometimes. wins? Yeah. I got a take for it. Before we move to the NFC, here's crazy my uh, sizzling take. The New York Jets will finish dead last in the AFCs, I and Aaron Rodgers will not play for the Jets after this season. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. okay. I mean, I get it. It's easy to say that the Patriots are dead because it's fun for a lot of people, especially no, locally, mean, to, to picture Bill Belichick finishing last in the division. <laughs> no. I just can't. I still don't think it's as easy as you just sign a quarterback who has not performed well in the playoffs, and you just snap your fingers, and you are automatically – the best team in the AFC once again with teams that are already established fighting for Super Bowls year in and year out together. They haven't even made the playoffs as a team. So it's not like they're adding Aaron Rodgers to this playoff team. They're Aaron adding Aaron Rodgers to a potential team. We see potential. We do. We all, we talk about it, but to your point, I could see yeah, nothing would surprise me. I still think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. Do you really, or are you just messing with me? No. You really think he's better than Trevor Lawrence? I think he's close. Oh, I thought you were just being. Oh no, I would take Aaron Rodgers over Trevor. I would take Herbert over Trevor. I would take Pellegrino. Yeah, I would. So okay, so you think I'm going to be considered crazy if I took Aaron Rodgers and Herbert? I really thought you were just trying to like needle me. You actually believe that? I don't even think it's close. I got to find a new co-host. Wait, go through the AFC. You got to take auditions. I'm more trying to consider if I would take Tua. Or Trevor, I'm like I'm way I, I I'm like down to. I like Tua too, but I I'm that's my battle right now. Man. Yeah, I'm not even there with well, you. I know we're both I'm not bald. There with you maybe, you're, maybe you're a little jealous of his hair. Is that what it is, Jim? God, even when I had hair, that wasn't going to be me. It's only that only works for certain people. You can pull it off. <laughs> not for everybody. All right. Okay. NFC. NFC to the NFC. I like the NFC. We know Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate got paid as such he's i mean the best quarterback in the nfc is it clear cut that's where we're headed clear cut no arguable yes debatable whatever yeah he's up there i mean who's next who's the that's next why best? i was just gonna say no here's what we're gonna do and we're, and we're gonna fit we're gonna fit trevor let's see where trevor lawrence is because i have him ranked like over here i just don't know where you're going with it I here I just can't believe we're saying he's taking this leap. Guy was that, I don't know. All right. I guess I'm, I I like to make it. I don't like to anoint quarterbacks. I'm not anointing him as the fifth best quarterback in the AFC and as a Super Bowl contending quarterback. 
I mean, he does have to take that's you got to show it before you're no, but he's mentioned in that same breath. Okay. No, but certainly showed signs of life. That's how I like to say it. I thought he showed signs of life, and you see the good, certainly see. Are right, you I'm, pulling it up? I'm pulling up his numbers. You pull up, you're pulling up the NFC. You know, I think that there's just certain right, physical traits that you need. Because like, what does our conversation always come back to? We were hyping up the right, Falcons and the Lions okay, on a recent pod and, and then about their roster building. And for good reason. Like, we love the way those teams are just trying to be different. But I think you made the point a lot of it's out of necessity. You don't have this quarterback right now. So, of course, you're going to build the line, draft a running back. Spend like this in free agency. What I'm saying is, like, Jacksonville, as much as any team that's not really mentioned in that same conversation as the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, they've got the right combination. Like, they have a chance at quarterback to have a dude who can win that Super Bowl, that shootout, and the roster that's filling out. This is a roster I really think that has (laughs) – it's going to, right, when you have that many top five picks. Um Here's the best thing I'm just thinking about Jacksonville. I think they're clearly the best team in their division, which is such a good thing to be able to say when you're, you know, before mm-hmm. a season, like we always talk about. When you're division, they're the best team in that division. He's the best quarterback in that division. So, yeah, they automatically are contending for a Super Bowl, to your point. They will be in the playoffs. So, yes. All right. Now let's go NFC. Let's do it. All right. Let's go through. All right. Let's just talk about – we're going to talk about the wide open. And when you really – sometimes you really do have to go through it and kind of go through names and it makes you know how wide open. I know. As much as we love to uh, right. dismiss just, rankings and such, it is, it is a fun it's, exercise it's more to, to see. to check yourself a little bit. Yeah. So, Hurts, we're going to go ahead with the Eagles, right, with Hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Stafford's coming back. We got Kyler Murray. We got Stafford. Derek Carr. Our favorite Kirk Cousins forever. I'm just Daniel Cousins Jones. Cousins is probably number two. I think Kirk Cousins is the second best. I would take Stafford over Kirk. I would, man, I might Derek Carr, Kirk. I, I think I think Stafford's shot. I think he's done. Okay, but if he's not shot, if he's as good as he was in the Super Bowl or good enough to win, if, say he was healthy enough, we felt we deemed him healthy. Would you take him? I would take him over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, when they went all out. Financially, on all of the players that were around him, they're they're tearing that down now. I'm not saying that. We're talking about the NFC and Kirk Cousins. I'm just. I, I don't think the Rams are going to be very good. I don't think Stafford's going to be very good. That. I'm not disagreeing with you on any of that. I would just take Stafford over Cousins. Um, but point being, we're all right. We can't even find out who we would take after Hurts. I don't. We're right there, wide open. Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, blah blah. Right. We don't. I mean, it's blah blah. I mean, Dak Prescott. He's not be the good. La- he'll I be mean, the last man standing there, but they're already looking for the lifeboats in Dallas, right? Mike McCarthy survived. They They've exhausted everything else in Dallas to this point. I think it's, I think it's safe to say it's on back at this point a little. You bit. know, when we had Bob McGinn on the Happy Hour. He covered you know, Mike McCarthy longer than I did out there, obviously, and we were both a little surprised at the number of assistants he fired. Who? 
were lifers. I mean, these were guys that Mike had in Green Bay that he brought to Dallas. He and he clashed with Kellen Moore famously. I mean, everybody else is starting to to go. I mean, we know Jerry Jones how this works. He would be next. Dak Dak will outlast McCarthy. I don't um, think so. Really? Nope. You think that they would move on at quarter? What if I told you I think Mike McCarthy has a more impressive resume than Dak Prescott does? Now that's an interesting debate. And if they if you've lasted this long with Mike McCarthy, to me, this should be to me if you believe in him as a coach and his foundation, what he's doing in that building, it's enough with Dak. It's time. The NFC is not good, and you're not getting to where you want to get with Dak Prescott. But follow the money. Like anything in life, Dak is making far more money. A lot more Benjamins going to Dak Prescott's uh, bank account than Big Mike. I don't think it's about money on that one. With Jerry Jones, it's not about money? You think Jerry Jerry Jones Never. is going to pick the head coach over the quarterback? It would be. It wouldn't be about money. It would just be because, yeah, he likes the head coach. I don't think he cares about money like that. Actually, I think Jerry Jones looks at the head coach position as like, just give me somebody that I can kind of control. And that's always been the problem with the Cowboys. I don't like to be too hard. I'm, I feel like I guess I'm. It was. A, I'm tired was of the Mike okay, McCarthy. It was an okay hire. It was not an inspiring hire. Fair. Fair. But did he deserve? So he got all the blame, correct, in Green Bay for not winning more Super Bowls with the quarterback who we're blaming for not being good enough to win. See, to me, it's like at what point? At what point can we? I'm not a believer in the coach being about wins and losses. I'm about the quarterback. Mike McCarthy, I think, did a pretty damn good job in Green Bay, and I think he's done a pretty damn good job in Dallas, wins loss wise. We're so hard on people because they don't win. Mike McCarthy wins a lot of football games wherever he goes. So that, to me, is a formula. Dak Prescott was a fourth round. We've talked about it. He's, he's, he tapped, he's maxed out. And I don't know if he's the answer at this point. We all like Dak Prescott. But I think he's had enough chances in an average conference where I'm not blaming the coach anymore. I'm blaming the quarterback. Fair point. That's, how, that's where I'm at. The problem, I think, is that it's probably the situation for both individuals. Both individuals are pretty maxed out. I know I like Dak more than you. I don't, I don't think Dak is done. I think he still has some intangibles and some special qualities that I think you can get to the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. They, right really, they ha- I think it's time. So I, I, I would absolutely choose Dak a hundred out of a hundred times, but to answer your question on green Bay, no, I don't think Mike McCarthy got all the blame. I mean, he got fired, right? They chose Aaron Rodgers over Mike McCarthy in that situation. That's a I think, though, I hope this was the takeaway for people who read my story at Bleach Report in 2019, whenever it was. It, you know, Aaron, did, Aaron did his best to kind of skew the reality. <laughs> the point of that story was never, it's all Aaron Rodgers' fault. It's all Mike McCarthy's fault. It's all Ted Thompson's fault. I kind of dissected like, all the above. The above. It, it was kind of everybody. Which is usually the case. And, and it came back again and again to Rodgers, to McCarthy. McCarthy, where he was at fault, was his scheme. The X's and O's, it became stale. When they won the Super Bowl in 2010, it was so based on matchups and not a lot of motion, not a lot of misdirection, but this receiver we have is going to beat your DB. And look at the weapons they had. Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, Jermichael Finley, Jordy Nelson. 
uh, Randall Cobb in 2011. They were they were loaded. So when you are that talented, when you are that deep, just like you're going to win those one on ones, just like they had with Lafleur. Well, loaded best receiver in the NFL. I mean, I don't know. I at some point, I'm just saying, like it, he didn't really evolve I see. when some of this talent was starting to get kind of siphoned off and they got older, they went to other teams yet. Aaron was at fault because he always, and, and maybe Aaron was right. I was told you, he, he kind of always looked at Mike as sort of a dunce. Okay. So and a play would come in early in his career and he would feel the need to change it. You know, it's the wrong play versus the wrong look. And he, he got Mike out of a lot of jams too, but it, it kind of, Ryan Grant, I think, used the analogy. It kind of became AI, like artificial intelligence, where that, that what was really great kind of went out of control. Now he's changing everything. He doesn't trust you as a head coach. He's doing whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Uh, run, players are, run plays are getting called to pass plays. And you know, I think his relationship with Matt LaFleur wasn't – it wasn't toxic, Rodgers and LaFleur, by any means. It seems like they got along fine from the outside looking in. Um, but a lot of the same stuff, right? Like he – he wanted to kind of lean into um, what makes him great, and that's audible and signaling, changing plays on the fly, and just doing his thing at the line of scrimmage instead of running the plays that are called and trusting that right, Matt LaFleur is calling this play and that's to his. maybe set up that play, which yeah, is going to set up that play. And That's not good. That's not a recipe that, for it. not a recipe, no. So a lot of problems did kind of maybe repeat themselves. It wasn't as, um, I guess uh, – didn't run a muck into the headlines and it, it didn't seem like they were button heads e- ego wise, like, like it might've before, but it was time. I think that's where it's at. And but, I think Dallas is going through the same thing. I guess is my point. So what's, what's Dale, what's, what's the, what's this the is what I had to pull plan? up though. Here's what I had to pull up. Points per game, fourth. Points per play, sixth. These are stats I care. Yards per play, 14th. You'd like that up a little bit for those other numbers. That's a little off. Third down conversions, five. I love this stat. Red zone scoring percent touchdowns, one of the key stats in football, touchdowns, mm-hmm. number one. So something's off. His system works. Whatever McCarthy is doing is working. They are they are dominating on the offensive side of the ball. He's an offensive coach. So at some point, he's done that wherever he goes, whether it's Rodgers, Dak, he has elite top five Super Bowl stat numbers. I have to defend that because I feel take, like you're right. I've been hard on the Super Bowl away from no, 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 no. He won a Super Bowl. No, I didn't mean that. You can't overlook that. No, and I'm, that that part too. It's like I feel like it's easy to because I do. I'm the we do the Mount Rushmore. I do all these coaches. I feel are, like I do make we like to joke about coaches a lot, but I want to give some respect to like because I joke about McCarthy too. He he does, but I'm looking at his whole career. I'm like, I don't know if he's the problem anymore in Dallas. That's where I'm at. NFC. We're back to the NFC though. This is what this is so perfect for the NFC. It is we don't even know. Like, is that good enough? Dallas has all these numbers. They're not good. Like the Eagles, they're not even good enough. Dallas. And they're those are their numbers. San Fran, loaded. Brock Purdy, no clue. <laughs> Seattle, we love their team. Now, this is moment of truth for Geno Smith. This team is put together pretty well. You would say, right? Seattle intrigued by love Seattle. I think that I think that so, Seattle is that could be a team that yeah, a team with we're not really 
top of our list, but they sneak up. I don't know. The NFC is wild. I love what they did in the draft. I think passing on Jalen Carter was 100% the right move. For, to go Devin Witherspoon for over Carter. Um, you know, I was chatting with somebody in the know in that draft room. And basically, I'll just say this. Seattle was thrilled that the rest of the world thought that they were going to draft Jalen Carter because, you know, your buddy Pete Carroll wants to take in troubled personalities and characters and wrap his warm, loving arms around you. And maybe he'll even give you a stick of gum or walk onto an elevator before you exit. Maybe if he really likes you, he lets you exit the elevator before he gets on. God, I just want to see video now, like in their building, like just to see if it ever happened, like where he just came out again. But I, I wrote about this, you know, it was just for subscribers. So um, if you want to check it out, go along to D.com, subscribe today. We'd love to have you in the community. Um, but yeah, some intel there that I thought was pretty interesting. They loved Witherspoon's football character. And I I think that's something that Jalen Carter lacked. It's one thing to mislead police what you read. and oh, yeah. be in that incident. But beyond that, uh, he, a he's a player... Teens were genuinely concerned if he loved football, and this was pretty telling. In addition to Georgia teammates and coaches not really going to bad for him, Bob McGinn reported that in in the series. But in addition to that, um, when he had that emotional moment with Roger Goodell, you know, it's kind of a – it's one of those everlasting television moments we'll have from the draft. He's teary-eyed. He's grabbing the commish. It's like. I mean, what a moment because is this, is this commissioner going to be suspending him at some point? And here they are loving up on each other. Um, this, uh, this source told me that around the NFL, there were people who saw that and said, wow, that's the most emotion I've ever seen out of Jan Carter. That he wasn't very forthcoming when it came to whatever happened in that high-speed chase race that led to deaths. Um you know, they, they tried to learn about it, and he just really wasn't that contrite, open, just in, very, very cold. Now, that could I mean, be an, could be a, an agent coaching up. could be the Rosenhaus gang a coaching lot. up. Carter. Just a lot. Yeah, right. So it's hard to – all right, it, does, what does that say about him as a person? So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see him working out. I, I can't see Jalen Carter taking the NFL. Look, he didn't start – he wasn't a full-time starter until that last year. If he's such a big, big bad dude, why wasn't he starting? There's something – in his resume that is saying screams crazy talent, crazy talent where they're going to risk love for football and distractions off the field for him. They did their work. We know the history, how they draft. He'll be a fascinating guy to pay attention to. I've seen it. I have seen it work. We have, I can but if think Seattle's of- not taking that chance. It's work there. If they are even looking it- at you and saying, no, thanks. That, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have to look into that more to to say that's the reason. That's a indicator that Seattle. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're qualified necessarily because they passed on him that it won't work. I think that Philly. I think Philly knows they can win a Super Bowl and get to the Super Bowl for sure in the yeah. NFC. What we're talking about, and they see this dude as a monster who can help them get to the Super Bowl. I'm using monster in the word that we, in a compliment word. That is all they have determined. They're not worried about the distractions. They have determined, they know enough about him that he will buy in and love football. 
Love football. You're never going to love it. If he doesn't love it, he's never going to love it. Can he show up? Is it important enough to be a professional and win a Super Bowl? Well, is this? That's their gamble. That's their gamble that they made. One scout told me if it doesn't work there, he deserves to fail. Because as you just said, it is a perfect situation. But it was here's the best part. I promise you. All those Georgia teammates. But it's a, it's a stress-free pick. Everybody knows that made that pick was made knowing from owner down, you know, well, just just stop with the owner. Every that pick is made, the owner is thumbs up. Let's take a shot. You don't you know, it's not a, it's not gonna be a surprise to anybody. So it's as a GM, you're like, yeah. Just like, I hate to say it, it's like Carlos Williams on a lesser scale. Top 10 pick, though. That's what I'm saying, on a lesser scale. Yeah. Sometimes I think we, we look like at we a draft. Know, yeah, you know what you're getting. You it's look just, at a draft pick like that, though, in the moment, and it seems that way until Brian Dable's New York Giants punch you in the mouth, and now you're fighting in the division. Oh, we could have used that player that was drafted at 13 or 14. It was all right. It was, it was everybody's on board. I don't think that will come back on I, I do love Seattle, Jackson Smith and Jigba with Tyler Lockett, with DK Metcalf, with Kenneth Walker, and they draft two more running backs. The line, I mean, you, you draft your two tackles the year before. At corner, I mean, now you've got Witherspoon, Why? Tariq Woolen. Tyler, what we're saying? I think Seattle. I feel like, okay, we got to be careful. Go yeah, ahead. we can't say every single team is going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. I, I feel like I'm being critical. Like, I don't think Dallas. No, I'm not, not scared of Dallas. I tell you what, I don't like San Francisco as much as you. They're incredible. Mm. But I don't, I don't trust the quarterback. I don't know. At some point when you're you're – it seems like they're this well-oiled machine. I get it. And this could be a take that you can just – Sure, you, you are you stu- are you stuff it, in, stuff it into a cannon and shoot it in my face. I'm you. not messing with your takes today. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> you go through this many good coaches. I mean, a lot of really good coaches have been leaving San Francisco. Mike McDaniel, now D'Amico Ryan's, um, Robert Sala before that. I don't know. I think that catches up to you. And I like, it. I like where it's you're a going dangerous that. game to like play when you really think. Like you're Kyle Shanahan, I'm not. This isn't even meant as a criticism, but your ego is so massive that you. He's gone back and forth on this. Oh, I got the placeholder in Jimmy Garoppolo. I can win with him. Oh no, I need a freak. I got to trade three first round picks for Trey Lance. Oh wait a minute, let's go back to the placeholder and Brock Purdy. It's like he's kind of it's gonna keep schizophrenic with yes. his philosophy of the quarterback within his offense, and it worked. I mean, Brock Purdy. He was it, fine. They was won awesome. with him. He it was, was great. great decision maker. Great S2 score, by the way. And he was the, the ball got out. I feel like it's still a dangerous game to play because you're, you're losing good coaches. You're losing some good players. Um, all of those other players, and <laughs> they've, they've, had, they've been through injuries. 49ers maybe more than any other team, so they've lived it. Baltimore and San Fran. That's all I But the Debo's and the Kittles yeah. and the Elijah Mitchell's and McCaffrey's. And McCaffrey. These they, are – but these guys get elite. elite. You kind of need you you need them healthy at the right time, and a quarterback who isn't going to get hurt, and a quarterback who isn't going to turn the ball over, and a defense that's going to shut defense, offenses down to to win a Super Bowl. If you if you've got the quarterback, if you've got the potential for a stud quarterback having a stud game in the playoffs, 
you can overcome some of that other stuff in that moment. I don't think San Francisco has that. Do they have Sam Darnold? Some reports out of uh, spring ball in San Francisco are pretty good on Mr. Darnold. From really good reporters, too, I must add. I'm not even I'm mocking it. They just going to say something. Oh, here we go. I no, have to gotta, try to get on your level we, we with We got to stop drinking during the day here in podcast. I have sparkling water. That's right. But there is one guy that we talk about every year when I watch these guys. It always When we talk about the scores – the two-point throws, the great throws, I'm telling you, Darnold has them. He is he can do things that other guys cannot, but until the turnovers stop, I don't know. But if Shanahan thinks somehow he can get that out of him, man. Okay. Anyway. That'd be such a Shanahan move, wouldn't it? Yes. Oh, you got, like, you can't win like, with Sam Darnold, but I will. It's just like Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. You've never had success before. <laughs> I'll get you better in the AFC. I can get you better than all these other teams. Yeah, I'll take you right to the top. Shanahan, yeah. Rodgers, Lot and Com. I get such a kick out of um, this little game they're playing with Trey Lance. Like it's it's such a we joke. don't even talk about him. It, I mean, they we they, had we had people t- tell us I'm gonna, I'm going to boast a little bit. I mean, I at least said I didn't see it coming out of college. Like people are anointing him coming out. I, I love. I loved well, him. I, I still kind of like him a lot. I'm not even even that. It's him. not over yet for him either. But it's kind of strange that they have pretty much – they're the ones that have made it sound like it's over for him. Right. I mean, they'll stand at the podium and d- deny, deny the it, reports. But, but those reports are coming from somewhere. I don't know. Likely John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan gently, you know, if we can get nudging something. it into the atmosphere. You know, we're, we're not looking to deal him, but, you know, if you're interested, let's talk. Maybe you need a quarterback come July or August. That's what's going to happen. One of these teams are going to get into OTAs, mini camp, early training camp, look at their quarterback situation and say, okay, we better make a trade. Let's, let's bring a trade in. Let's give this a shot. So in summary for the NFC, <laughs> every team can get there wide open. We didn't eliminate teams. Maybe that's what we got to do. Next episode, who is out in the NFC? Who has no chance in the NFC? Arizona. Sam Howell? They call him Murray. Yeah, but Arizona's such a mess from the top down. A I mean, mess. What, what an abomination of an organization right now. Agreed. And Ky- I mean, when is Kyler Murray even going to play? Do you even want him to play? If he's so valuable and you're paying paying him Trevor that much Lawrence, money, Kyler Murray right now. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, if you want, if we want to talk about cold takes, what if I just told go you back I disagree? My... I think Murray's actually. I'm not a huge Kyler Murray fan at all. You just don't like Lawrence. I feel like I'm trying to show you where he's at in my mind. I'm not when I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like Trevor Lawrence. I'm you saying I think these players are better than him. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I think Arizona wins two or three games this year. I don't, I'm not disagreeing. Mean, Washington, what's the plan? That, Sam Howell is the guy? So we're eliminating Washington. <laughs> I'm not going to eliminate Washington. No, I'm, I'm not either. They've got a really good defense. I'm not eliminating anybody in the NFC. Wide open. It's tough. You're right. I mean, the Bears. We didn't the get Bears. to them. They're going to win three or four games this year. Oh. All right. I, I'm not yeah. disagreeing there either. I'm telling you, wide open, though. All right. 
Jan, that was fun. I like it. It goes back to it's fun. This is the time for nonsense <laughs> pods, right? Like There's not a lot happening. Well, we were going to do <laughs> NFC, but I think the dominant part of this is this is going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to have an official Trevor Lawrence ranking soon for us. From, from on my my ranking of him, where he's well, at. when I go down to Jacksonville, I'm gonna I will try, have I'll try to corner Trevor, Trevor at his locker, and I'm going to say, this. "Look, remember I do the podcast with Jim Monas. And tell him it's the nobody cares about quarterback rankings. I always phrase that. Mm-hmm. Tell him I'm going to say you're not a believer, and that I am. I'm a believer that he may be ranked 12th or 13th or 15th. You in said the it was a no brainer. You would take a 39 year old broken down. He's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hey, what about Randall Cobb heading to the Jets? Big difference maker. They keep adding, and, and you didn't see it coming. Joe Douglas must be having so much fun. You can just scheme. You know what? You I know, always go to the front office when I see these signings. How all right, <laughs> I just you take all of take all of the defensive backs in the NFL. All right, line them up on a practice field, and Randall Cobb goes one on one with all of them. How what what percentage of defensive backs in the NFL is Randall Cobb beating one on one at this point? It's the hardest thing to do is cover because I got I don't know his short area quickness is still there. He was never a burner, so he's still a good route runner. So I think it's uh, it's tough. I think it's a wish list situation. I'm just situation. trying to be positive. Yeah. I'm it's being a, positive. A list of demands. I don't want to take away. It's not Randall Cobb. It's not, he didn't do anything wrong. Randall Cobb didn't do anything. If you're running a team, he's not on my list. If you're if you're running if you're running the Jets, yes, and no. you just whiffed on Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'll bring him to camp for Aaron. I can't guarantee he's making the team. Okay, how about that? Thank God. That's that's because how then, I would then I'd really have to. Get I would. That's how I would do all those players though. For I would say, look, I well, whoever you want, we'll, yeah, yeah, can't guarantee anything for the roster. But. It would be. Wouldn't that be a great? I mean, Hard Knocks has become just a watered down. Myth. It's, it's I didn't know it's so long. You know, yeah, yeah, know it's, it's, so not, long. it's not the yeah. same. It was a little better with the Lions. There were some good moments with our, with our guy, Jamal Williams. Yeah, but we get it. But can you imagine if there was a hard knocks on the Jets, and it was a real hard knocks, mm-hmm. and Randall Cobb is one of the guys that they're they're featuring, and it gets down to cut down day, and they cut Randall Cobb. And then you get an honest Aaron Rodgers behind the scenes. Sitting there with a rant. Like, what? I wonder what that hard knocks. It would be the high rated episode. It would. But we'll never see it. We'll never, never see it. Who we'll go on McAfee and talk about it for sure? Who? It will be on ESPN now. Leaving a $120 million FanDuel deal to go to ESPN. How much do you think they're paying them? More than $120 million. <laughs> Good for him. That's, yeah. That is a hustle. We said respect the hustle. Respect. I saw his video. He pronounce how he is really kind of believes they've changed the game of sports media and that people can kind of emulate the way I don't know enough format. about that, but I know that he got one big guy that was in the media a lot that helped. Yeah, I gotta think that helped. Too. I think it helped. All right. I think it will help a lot for this year. Thanks everyone. We appreciate you listening, watching wherever you are. We'll uh, catch you next time. I don't know when we're doing our next one. Maybe I'll, I'll when I'm down in Jacksonville, Atlanta. Report a warmer. Thanks a lot, everyone.